Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! Uh, hey, Andrew, if you were to star in a game like Max Payne, okay. you had to have a name. Oh. Andrew's coming to town, but his name's not Andrew. Yeah, it's- yeah. I'm a former football player, Navy SEAL, that is on the run, and my name is Brute Force. Brute Force. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. That's really good. I'm big. You're big? I'm big in this. You're big in this. Well, it's, it's unlike most action movies. In this one, he's big. Well, okay, so I'm going to take Muscly. you I'm going to take you to the 90s. Okay. Okay. Please. And it's it, guess what's rampant? Seinfeld. Pet theft. Pet theft. Pet theft. Oh, okay. And guess what happens to pet thieves? I uh, they justice justice in the form of a visit from me, Doug Pound. And it's time to pound, <laughs> baby. Doug Pound. It's not Dog Pound. Oh, that would be a good one. <laughs> dog found. D-A-W-G. Dog found. No, my name is Douglas, but it's not until you hear my last name that you know what's up. <laughs> it's actually Douglas Pound Cake, but I, I we wanted to short it because it wasn't. Uh... Well, my father, Jim Jim Pound, and my mother, Meredith Cake, it kind of <laughs> came together. Came together. Yes. Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom, and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Gain Aaronworth, because okay. Max Payne, no pain, is <laughs> there's no pain in my name, so gain instead is what you get. Right, no pain, no gain. No pain. Max Payne. Oh wait, shit, Max gain. I fucked it up. Yeah, no pain, there is gain. Yes. So it should have just been Mikey Aaronworth. <laughs> Once again, that's Mike Garen with the co-host of the Retrograde Podcast. And we're back for another week of the Retrograde Podcast. Hey, Andrew, happy yes. anniversary to Max himself. Oh. <laughs> it's the so t- sorry Max couldn't make it today so for his sorry, own anniversary. Max couldn't make it. Yeah. He, was, uh, uh, he got lost in a bottle somewhere, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Here's, okay, so first of all, obviously, 10th year anniversary of Max Payne. It came out May 15th, 2012. Okay. Max Payne 3, yes. right? On the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing this game. Not quite a retro retro game, but usually that 2012 cutout is, is, is kind of what we what we base our, yeah. our games on. Uh, and it's also just a game that I fucking loved. I'm always looking for an excuse to go back and play it. Here's my concern. Okay. If they ever bring back the franchise of Max Payne, oh, which yeah. I hope they do at they some will. point. Yes. But if they do, do they have to make it so that he's... <laughs> he fell off the wagon again. Like he, that's why he's been gone. That's why he's been gone yeah. because, because he cleans himself up in max Payne three. It's part of his redemptive arc. Right. Uh, but I think part of the best parts of max Payne was the gritty storytelling surrounding right. his addiction to, to pills and alcohol. Right. Pills being the one thing that gives him life in the middle of a firefighter, unfortunately. <laughs> and here's another thing that I've always found fucked up about Max Payne. Right? <laughs> wow, you're just coming up firing, eh? No, I, I, I'm just putting this together. In Max Payne 3, like, again, part of the story uh-huh. is that he goes clean. Yes. No more booze for me, he says. No. Throws that literally against the wall. Yes. However, uh-huh. he still takes a lot of pills. In the middle of firefights. Yes. So it's kind of like Frodo where he's like, don't put on the ring. But right. other times he needs to put on the ring to exactly. survive. Exactly. Mm. So that's the best That's the best one I had off the top of my head. That's a good one. But there are there are ones. And that, Andrew, that's a good one. Thank you very much. Or Monster Girl in uh, Invincible. Oh. That every time you become the monster, right. you you live a little bit less. Isn't yes, that what it I is? I think it takes from your, from your, she ages down when she becomes oh, Monster right. Girl. And eventually she just will not. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a very specific reference, but sorry about that. But yes, I, I, the Max Payne thing, I'm just so excited to play because the last time that we played Max Payne on this podcast, oh man, we played Max Payne one. Yes. And 
Don't go back and listen to it. Just trust what I say. Yes. We didn't enjoy it. No, not at all. No. It was a bad game. And I'll stand by that. Yes. It, it also is of the era of those uh, games. Right. Where just, you know, it's in the sweet spot of going to age terribly. Yeah. That PlayStation 2 era, there were some, there were some, uh, I don't want to be, you know, with cancel culture and all that. I don't oh, want to be too insensitive here to be incorrect, but it was checks his shoulder. Yeah, checks his shoulder. He's checks looking around, making sure no one's around. Looks up. Looks up. Talks into a microphone. It was a little bit of a stinker. Oh my God. Mike, you can't say stuff like that these days. I, that's why in I this checked culture? my shoulder and uh, looked up. And I think you're in the clear. I think I'm in the clear. Yeah, I think you're in the clear. It was a little Wait, bit of a- is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of a dud, a little bit of a stinker. Yeah. You know what's funny though? You said it's like, it's not really a retro game. This is the thing. <laughs> it's like, now the retro stations, uh, like radio stations are playing music I grew up on. Yes. And I'm like, Red so Hot Chili Peppers. just changes. It's like, it's 10 years old. It's getting pretty close to like a retro status. Sure, sure. Because you wouldn't say it's a new game. Right. You know what I mean? So I think uh, every once in a while we need to readjust what we think retro games are. Just because it was based on our childhood. 100%. Yeah. I mean, when we started off, uh, we we started off this podcast. I think we had the cutoff of, was it 2007 or 2000? Yeah. I think some, it was around yeah. 2007. Yeah. So 2012, as the podcast, ages mm-hmm. which should be the new term for as a crow flies <laughs> as a podcast how ages. far away is that walgreens wow, as well the podcast as the podcast ages. ages it's about two clicks that way <laughs> nautical miles yes. what are we doing um uh no but as the podcast ages clearly that 2007 <laughs> time frame has to age with it and right? how old's the podcast uh, about four or five years well yeah 2007 2012 here we are here we Max are Bain we 3. made it we made Ipso it facto show your math but it's funny because I, I think, I, I don't think Max Payne would be very good at math. His name's not Math Payne. Mm-hmm. It's Max mm-hmm. Payne. I don't no, think, think arithmetic's going to be his thing. Well, I think somebody named Math Payne is not good at math. <laughs> or he's so good that he causes pain in the person to whom he's mathing at. F- fair, fair. Right. Fair. Yes. I think, yeah, like Goodwill Hunting? Uh-huh. Math Payne. Math Payne. He's Absolutely. causing math pain in people. He's very good at it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, math is always my worst Topic. Really? Yeah. Topic. To talk about. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> can't talk. You mean subject, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Apparently language is also a bad one for me. <laughs> number, the two lowest with a bullet. Number yeah, two, yeah. language. Um, you know, I, I don't know. You were not good at math growing up? No, no. I was I was not good at math. Okay. I, I rather, although my mom put me in Kumon. Is, Kumon's a worldwide thing, right? I don't know. Just in case it isn't. Do you want to explain it? Yeah. Kumon is basically uh, uh, the meanest thing a parent can do for their children. It's math tutoring. By giving them, it's, it's additional work is what it is it's math tutoring <laughs> i mean maybe if you put How it you that practice? way like just naps or something like that like no oh, you that's gotta do more math is there a way to practice math by napping maybe maybe just, your phone's just like quitting smoking or something like that and like you do not want to smoke yeah i would have rather done that than done math mm-hmm. i so here's the thing about uh, about kumon is i would get so frustrated with it in the beginning it's just some addition subtraction i can do that easy right handed in for marks all the like, well, like so people actually mark you sound it. like you're pretty good at math then that, well addition subtraction <laughs> just wait just wait <laughs> just you wait just you wait. then it gets into fractions and division right. and all the crazy bed mass and all that stuff and i would be so frustrated trying to do it because you also timed yourself mm. and i'd also like i did well in school it's yeah. not like i needed to be going off and doing math that i would just start crying i would break down start crying right i i, I threw a couple chairs uh my mom would just be like listening in the other room like door closed <laughs> like fuck it he's got to burn himself out eventually <laughs> wheel you in like hannibal Lecter, yeah. <laughs> and, you, 
Your strategy is uh, just utter failure. I'm yeah. going to piss myself. I'm going to start crying. Yes. I'm going to throw a chair like Bobby Knight. And I'm, ready, I'm just. He's ready. now a new mainstay of this yes. podcast. He's come up in the last three. Your, your math tutor is coming in with a whip and a chair like it's a lion den. <laughs> Four plus five, Mikey. And you're like, ah! <laughs> I would cry on two. The math booklets. Tear soaked. Tear soaked. So be like, so I were sending a signal to the person marking like, yo, something's not right with this kid. Uh, parents, maybe you shouldn't make him do this. His, his, his answer was help me. Help me. Anyone who's showing around like everyone, like the child psychologist needs to work at the math reading session there. Uh, I, I love that. Uh, I love that idea. I, <laughs> I listen, I want to, uh, I want to talk a little bit less about math and oh, more right. about uh, the game math that we're playing oh, uh, this week. Not necessarily get into the game itself. Sure. Look, if you're new to this podcast, first of all, thanks for listening. Yeah, Secondly, thank you. typically what we do is we take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually it's something we had an affinity towards. We rate and review the game out of four bits based on our memory of the game. And then we play the game, come back and rate and review it out of four bits yep. in the modern day against like some modern games. Before we really dig into that, though, I want to talk about the concept of a game like Max Payne. Okay. Because there's something unique about it okay. for me personally. You you mentioned at the top that you're a little nervous about playing this because we mm -hmm. played Max Payne 1 a long time ago. Yes. And it did not age well. No. I it didn't just age well for age poorly for me, Max Payne 1. I didn't like it when I first played it as a oh. kid. I loved the idea of bullet time. I thought that was cool, but yes. playing it was atrocious to me. Even from the beginning, I didn't like it. Played mm -hmm. it on PS2, didn't think the controller worked. Turns out Rockstar wasn't good at, at game uh, shooting mechanics anyway. That remains true to this day. Mm -hmm. Um but Max Payne 3 I fucking loved. Yeah. So it goes from Max Payne 1 and 2, two games that I just dismissed, did not like, didn't want anything to do with, to Max Payne 3, which I really loved. And I want to ask you, are there any games that you can think of where the first or second or third you didn't like, but oh, somewhere in the wow. franchise you were able to turn it on and say, this is, this is the one for me? That is a great question. You can also say the opposite. Ones that had a great first entry and a terrible entry afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Um... Well, I think, you know, like I like a lot of people, and I wonder if this is like the uh, prequels for Star Wars. I was such a huge fan of Bioshock. Then when Bioshock oh, yeah. 2 came out, I was like, oh, this is very highly disappointing. Yes. Um, and now I almost want to go back and play it again and it's, wonder if it's... It's been kind of repurposed in our memories yes. of like, Bioshock 2 wasn't as bad as people say it is. It's also maybe Bioshock 1.5. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, I wonder I wonder what other games came later that you're like, oh, this was redemptive to this whole story. Do I'm, you sure, one? I'm sure there's some. Uh, I, I'd like to actually hear some of that for, uh, I, I think Grand Theft Auto is probably like that for a lot well, of people. Grand Theft true. Auto 3, because numbers 1 and 2 were the over-the-top 2D kind of like a very different game. Grand Theft Auto 3 broke the mold and became 3D sandbox, obviously a pioneer of, of video games in general. I would assume a lot of people hopped onto the franchise there and never even played 1 right. and 2. I definitely have, I, I think it's more the other way where I played a game and then the sequel, I'm just like, I, I don't want anything to do right. with. There's there's a lot of those ones for me. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. You know, I like, I don't know, the franchise lost me, but at the same time, I don't, like, sometimes I don't blame people for it. You know, it's like saying Red Dead Revolver and then Red Dead Redemption. Sure, I'm like, well, sure. those are two different games. Sure. You know, so, but of course, I like the later sequels much more than I like the original. Yeah. Um, and so when saying something like Pokemon, it's like, I don't know, it just, 
feels like it, I outgrew it and it outgrew me and we yep. just went two different directions. I don't really blame it for it. It's still obviously unbelievably popular. Yeah. But I, I think it's the same way we were saying about GTA is like GTA 5. Based on its sales, it is only acquiring new followers. That's it's true only too. acquiring new consumers. More people seem to have played 5 versus 3. So there's probably a lot Absolutely. of people who jumped in there. I know, I can think back to like Jack and Daxter. Oh. The originals, I never really got into. Didn't like them that much. Uh, but then I think in Jack 3, they took a dark turn, which I think for the franchise is often looked at as like not so good. Like mm. they didn't, people didn't like that yeah, as much. People. Yeah, yeah. But I actually liked that because in terms of like cute platforming, I always like Ratchet and Clank more. And then when Jack 3 kind of took that darker route, I felt like it separated itself enough from the Ratchet and Clank that I'm like, oh, I can play this game. Yeah. That, I warrant I warrant that. Uh, so that's one for me. Um, in terms of games that that kind of lost me, I bet you a lot of people got into the God of War franchise with mm -hmm. the reboot, God yep. of War on uh, on on the, the PS4. Uh, that's kind of where it lost me. And we talk about that all right. the time. I, I listen to people talk about that game oh. and I'm so jealous of some how people, much they love some it. Some people love that game. Yeah. Are you going to try Ragnarok? I know we kind of talked about <sighs> this, but we're getting closer and closer to it. Yeah. I, I It makes me want to go back and play the God of War remake uh, or the newest one, excuse me, just, just to go try it uh, and then see if like, Maybe I've changed, or maybe I'm now interested in this right, somehow. Right. So that I, before I pay, uh, you know, pay and then play for uh, Ragnarok. Um, I don't know. I, I, my my guards up. Where's the last one? And maybe this will work. Yeah. Because my guards up. Because the last one, I came running in, going like, I'm gonna love this. And yes. Kind of going like, why don't I love this like everybody? Yeah, else? yeah, 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 yeah. Um. By the way, I just thought of Age of Empires. Age oh. of Empires two and three are much better than Age of Empires one. Great. That's a great so point. I and those ones are the ones I go back to. And I think I'm just now thinking of my favorite games. But same as Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk perfected itself around three, and then it or, did. It did perfect itself, but everyone played number one. I'm Every, thinking of like played, like yeah, jumping into fair. the franchise. Diablo two would be another one for me, where like yeah. I played. I didn't play a single second of Diablo one, yeah. only Diablo two. That's and fair. I've heard that that's there's a good reason for that. It it really made itself more friendly yeah. towards the player and and opened itself up a little bit more. I also think Overwatch two obviously will be an answer to this question. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. Based on, on the way people are people are talking. <laughs> A lot of trash about Overwatch 2 right trash. now, even though it is still in beta and people don't <laughs> seem to remember that. Also, you know, do I expect it to change that much? Probably not. No, I think the framework is there. What they, they do inside of it. I think the it. framework is there. I just, I for the life of me, I don't get what people expected. I don't know what people wanted out of Overwatch 2. I don't know. I, I And maybe that's, but like, I don't know. They were talking about like a philosophical debate, but like, but then isn't that the issue with Blizzard in the first place of that they've created a, a successor that was never going to succeed? True. Like, I don't, th they created something that was, you know, impossible to create a successor for and they want to make more money and obviously that's, that's their right. Right. But if nobody can be satisfied with any answer, it's like, you know, we, you go from God of War and then you get the next God of War and people are like, whoa, pretty universally. We're right, like, this right. is pretty great. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I I don't think it's the consumer's fault that they're not satisfied with the product that, that that's, they receive. That's, that's a good point. I just think that the consumer needs to ask themselves uh, what would have satisfied them. Yeah. Splitting the player base completely and changing the game up because I don't think that would have done it. I, I think Blizzard, though, you're right, should have learned from like the StarCraft II issue of you got a major competitive game, a scene that's built around it, you're going to split, you're going to change, and yep. a lot of people aren't going to like the new iteration. Yeah, maybe they should have just done more like what World of Warcraft does, of like constant iterations and updates. Yep. And Subscription then, model. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. then and then back in uh, uh, a couple of years ago, they released like World of Warcraft Vanilla, like the original build mm. back, like you could play it as it was originally was it released. called Vanilla? Uh, that was what it was originally released. Actually, the name of, of that game never was World of Warcraft. 
Oh, really? Yeah, the number of oh, people wow. who walked into like a Baskin and Robbins or a Ben and Jerry's mm-hmm. and expecting to come out with a video game and they came back with the most boring ice cream that they could have gotten. Where it was so disappointing. Andrew, I'm not, don't laugh. It's I'm not, not I'm sorry, I'm not laughing. It's funny. I'm just laughing at the idea that somebody asked for a video game and got ice cream. I'm not laughing at that. Why? Because that's not funny. How you try putting that into your game console? You put it into your console? You you weren't you weren't not satisfied just walking out going, this is not what I asked for. You had so much trust in the ice cream artist that you took it out and then went, well, this is what I asked for. I'm going to shove it inside of this console. Do you trust capitalism? No. Well, there's your problem. (laughs) I walk into a store. I may as well go in blindfolded. Mm. I say, here's what I want. Yes. I trust the system and the framework we've built around it as a species. Give me what I want, corporate daddy. So corporate daddy, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. I am at the trough. Here I am. Time to (laughs) num, num, num. (laughs) Um, No, they give me the ice cream. Right. I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. This must be a video because clearly I asked, I did right. my part. Right. I know they did their part. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you end up at Baskin Robbins? You just Googled vanilla? Yeah. I was like, where do I get vanilla? Yeah. And they're like, vanilla, Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors. You know, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. There you go. Open a shot case, I guess. They're like, can I interest you in sorbet? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Rudy Tootie. What is that? and Fruity. Is that, is that Insomniac's <laughs> new game? What, yes. what is this? What is this? I think I'm a little too old for that. A Thank little you bit much. too old yeah, for that. Yeah, that's a child's game. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm always fascinated in talking about games where the sequel was either better or worse. Actually, you know what a huge one is for me? Was that? Dark Souls 2 Whoa. was the game that I got into yes. first. I mean, I played Dark Souls 1 only about <laughs> oh god, 60 hours or so. People listen to this in headphones. <laughs> Don't do that to them. People listen to this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm shocked too. <laughs> I played it about 60 hours. was not for me. Right. You could tell because I put 60 hours into it. <laughs> That's a light output for you. Yeah. Only 60. Uh, and then it was Dark Souls 2 that really got me. But to be fair, I did go back and play Dark Souls 1. It was fantastic. Right. So, yeah. Would you say that's Elden Ring now too? Um, so you're like, yeah, I'm, sequel just didn't. I'm really trying. I'm really trying with Elden Ring, but it's hard now. This is your God of War again, <laughs> where people universally have now come to a franchise in more in higher numbers. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'm not sure about this. 100. And it makes me feel even more insecure than I normally do about my <laughs> opinions. It's I, I've said this before on the podcast. Every time I talk about Elden Ring on Twitter, I lose followers. Um, it's, Positively or negatively, doesn't matter. Uh, you well, I mean, I'm not saying outrageously positive things about it. Touché. And any small element of criticism, even if I'm like, I love this game, but dot dot dot, people are not cool with that. That's like not good enough. And I've just been losing followers left, right, and center. Um, so yeah, follow Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Yeah, get, get him back. Get, get in me back spite into of it. his opinions because <laughs> I'm, I'm experiencing a lot of spite towards Twitter these days. Oh, it's absolutely. not a great place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, Andrew, I uh, uh, I kind of want to move past the the uh, what we've been playing gaming segment. Unless you got anything new, have you? Uh, no, I've been playing the same games. Other than I did go back and started playing uh, Horizon Forbidden West again. So I am gonna amazing. Up, I'm gonna Speaking update everyone uh, when that happens, and you know whatever. I think it was me staring at Gus Fring while watching Better Call Saul, and I'm like. What am I missing oh. here? And I'm like, oh shit, right. Forbidden uh, Horizon, Forbidden he's, West. He's in that, eh? He is. Well, he's in the first game. Gus Fring is? Like Gustavo or uh, Gustavo. Uh, uh, Giancarlo Esposito? Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito. Really? Yes. He's in the first one. Yeah. I don't remember that. I remember I remember the guy from The Wire. Yes, uh, Louis Riddick. Yes. Is also in it, yes. Unless Louis- I'm completely, unless I'm completely blanking here. You are so red right now. Uh, 
Am I? Yeah. In general. In general. In yeah. General. No, I don't. Th- I don't think so. Unless I'm just screwing things up. Well, I'm now of red, two you should have games. read a little bit more about that game I before talking so. about it on the podcast. You're right. You're right. I, I have to read the novelization before I play any game. Yes, of course yes. you do. Uh, one thing before we move on from uh, just our general gameplay segment, I do want to mention that Nintendo, uh, a couple days prior to our recording, so about a week prior, uh, yeah, six days prior to the release of this episode, had their Nintendo Indie uh, Conference, Indie World Conference that they did. A lot of really good looking games there. Gunbrella looks mm. fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, it's this weird, it looks, it reminds me of Spelunky based on the graphics a little bit, but also a little bit of the expend, uh, Expendables. Uh, oh, the, you did the, it. Uh, uh, Broforce? Uh, Broforce, yeah, because yeah. they had Expenda Bros in, uh, as, <laughs> as like a tie-in there. Uh, it looks fantastic. It's almost like the, uh, they should have called it like the, the penguin tie-in for Batman, where you, you got a, a, an umbrella that's also a gun, uh, and that's like, yes. kind of like how Shovel Knight just focused on the shovel and that's your attack thing. Just kind of that <laughs> weird quirky ending thing, ending yeah, that's thing cool. that goes on, but it looks really good. The other game that they announced and came out the day of the indie world announcement was uh, uh, Soundfall, which is this rhythm-based loot shooter, which I'm 100% getting, but probably on the Steam Deck. Looks very good. Uh, I will have updates on that after I've had a chance to sit down with them as well, but uh, uh, Indie World looked pretty good by Nintendo. No news on Hollow Knight Silk Song, which is incredibly disappointing, as always, mm-hmm. uh, because the more I think about that game, the more I want to go back and play it. Well, there we go. Okay, so there. Hey, have you touched your Steam Deck since we talked since? I have. I uh-huh. have, uh, I, I, I try to play like 10, 15 minutes before I go to bed of Disco Elysium yes. because I am, That's what you've been saying the thing I keep thinking about this game is taking me to task for it, taking me to task for it, hold your, hold, hold your feet, hold to, my the feet to the fire because yep. I want to play it. Mm-hmm. My issue is that I, I don't love playing the game. But I do love the experience of having played it. I and I feel like that's kind of like how I felt at a lot of moments in Death Stranding before it really took me. And I I every time I hear someone talk about Disco Elysium, I'm like, I love everything they're saying. I just need to play the game. I need to finish it so that I have it as an experience in my my right, mind. Right. Even if I'm not really enjoying playing it, I I think back to some of the moments that I had in it where like someone makes a joke or there's something funny or even the I've been listening to the soundtrack a lot while I'm doing work. Uh, uh, and I, I love all of that. So I think I owe it to myself and to the game to play it. I got to be good to myself. Got to look after me. <laughs> what a nice way. You got a little me time. A little me time, even though what I'm saying is that I don't enjoy the minute to minute of me time, but who would? It's me. <laughs> Oh, well, that's, oh, yeah, wow. Lots to think about there. Uh, I'm glad you're playing that. We're going to keep checking in with you weekly, so you better keep up with it. Uh, oh, okay, I will. That's I'll give you some threat. updates. Right okay. now, okay, so you can ask me what, yes. what the update is next yes. time. Right now, I'm standing outside of a door. I found this uh, this locked room in the back of a shop that's that the shopkeeper specific. thinks is is haunted. Uh, I convinced her that I'm a paranormal investigator, <laughs> so she let me in. Um, and uh, and I found out there's like this, this phone-in RPG thing, and I'm about to find the 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 history behind it so cool. you can ask me about that afterwards okay. and if i don't have an answer then i wasn't playing <laughs> if you change the the topic very quickly yes yeah you're like ah what about that yeah uh, Overwatch Overwatch two, two is going well <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. yeah uh listen let's change the topic really quickly to okay. the game of this week it's sure. obviously max Payne three as we mentioned the 10th year anniversary just passed a couple days ago as of the launch of this episode uh 10 years is a long time and I think 10 years uh, puts us back to an era in gaming that some people think was was pretty damn good. 2012, great era, like sure. great, great time for games. But I also think that it's a time where maybe camera controls weren't as, as fantastic as they could. The Xbox 360 uh, had some good games, some bad games, PS3 era. And I want to kind of see how that, that time frame 
between then and now ages in, right. in gaming. We spend a lot of time playing on the PlayStation 2, but how does the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 age from, from then till now? Right, right. That's one of the the blind spots that we haven't spent a ton of time with, so so I'm excited for it. Andrew, what was your experience with Max Payne 3? Did you, did you play much of this game? Yeah, I did play the game, and I really liked it because, to be perfectly honest, I hadn't played a lot of the older Max, Max Payne games uh, through. It was always just like playing with somebody or somebody else had the game, and then, you know, it was also that era of my life where you, like, didn't really couldn't just afford every console yes. or every game. So yes. you're like, oh, I got to play this as, you know, in the, the scraps that I'd get. Right. Um, but this is one of the games I actually got and actually really liked. And so it was really the defining memory of Max Payne in my mind, other than the movie. You know, of course, which is basically the only canon we need. I was going to say, everything kind of works backwards off the movie. Yeah. Why doesn't the games do deal with angels more? Yeah. Yeah. Like real angels in the world. I don't remember seeing Mila Kunis in this. Yeah. You know, what the hell? That Mark Wahlberg it looks nothing like the character model of Max. <laughs> we really tried to just shove Mark Wahlberg into tons of roles. That <laughs> just like video fit. game roles, yeah. right? Like why? He's do not, people like him? I don't, like that's the thing. Okay, so straight up, I do not like Mark Wahlberg. I okay. don't think he's very good. I, I think we keep a lot of praise and a lot of success onto him and I'm not really too sure. You know, like why he's that good. The fact that he won an Oscar or did he win an Oscar? But he was nominated for an Oscar for The Departed blows my mind. Was it the, what about, wasn't the, the uh, what was the Mickey, uh, Mickey the Ward? Oh, The Fighter, The, the Fighter, fighter as well. Yes. Was he nominated for that? Uh, I'm going to go with probably. Christian probably. Bale won, I know Christian that. Christian Bale, yes. Um, but yeah, though, I just, I don't like Mark Wahlberg and I just don't get that you're like, yeah, you know what we need? Someone super charismatic that's going to be like, it's like, really? Mark Wahlberg's going to Yeah, it never, it, it, I think it's just kind of like, almost like a Nicolas Cage thing except that Nicolas Cage will fucking go for it in every role he has. But it's more like, what kind of movie is this? Well, it's got Nicolas Cage. And that kind of tells you what you need to know right. a lot of the times where it's like taking some weird risks. It right. may be weird, but like it's a grab bag with him. Mm -hmm. Mark Wahlberg just has all these preconceptions of who he is, right or wrong. When he's in a movie, we just bring our own experiences of yeah. Mark Wahlberg to that. That got, that could be it. I don't like, you know, like other than Father Stu. Father Stu is really Father good. So, yeah. So other than the Father Stu, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, like it's just, it's clear, like clear and he's been a celebrity for so long and he's just gotten universal praises almost his whole life. Uh, that, or like in his last 30 years or whatever it is, yeah. because they, I, I always think of back to is like, he releases like schedule, like what my day-to-day -day life is, is like, you know, I wake up at 2.30 in the morning and then I go get my first workout in and then I go to mass and, yeah. I go to, and you're like, what life are you like? If anybody else you knew that did something like this, you'd be like, you're you're a psychopath. In, you're insane. Yes. I need to help you. Yes. And instead, no one will say anything to him because it's like, well, clearly it's working. Like, you know, Mark's Mark, you know, whatever. Well, if he's happy, maybe I got to start waking up two in the morning going to mass. I, I guess so. I guess that's what's first, working. Go to, go to bed at 3.30 p.m. And <laughs> it's like, like I, I think about the you know Rod and Todd from The Simpsons, like time to go to bed and everyone's playing outside and it's sunny and they have to close the blinds, <laughs> like that. Yeah, cool. First, you yep. put on mass at the gym. Uh -huh. Then, as a group on mass, you go to mass. <laughs> I mean, this is just I. It writes itself. It's the righteous gemstones. Oh man, like it really is. I fucking you know, love that yeah. show. Um, so Max Payne one comes out. Obviously, I'm not a huge fan of it. Max Payne two comes out. I want you to guess what is the subtitle for Max Payne two? More pain. Um, it's, is it around pain? Yes. I will say phonetically. Yes. Oh, now that could tell you one of two things. Painful. Uh, uh, am I, am I, am I close? A painful? No, Max, not no. really. Okay. okay well then but, help me. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Just let me like struggle. To me, it's just the most generic subtitle for it. It's called Max Pain 2 colon. 
the fall of Max Payne. But oh, in Max my Payne mind, twice? Yeah, that, right? That's weird, right? That doesn't, yeah. That's bizarre. And you can you can tell that like come Max Payne 3, they're like, listen, we're Rockstar. We don't do subtitles. <laughs> yeah. To the max? <laughs> to the max. Like that's better than the fall of Max Payne. But the problem is they've always tried to bring like a realistic grittiness to these games. Mm. And they really shot themselves in the foot <laughs> in slow motion <laughs> when they called him Max Payne. Like you can't, if they do reboot this and they try to bring that whole sincere, like sentimentality to yeah. a reboot as they always do in reboots now. Yeah. They can't have him called Max Payne. That's no. not going to work. M- Maximilian Payne. Maximilian uh, uh yeah what's what can you do with pain well pain is a last name like p-a-y-n-e yeah yeah uh yeah pain Stewart. oh no that was the first name but yeah still um but yeah, like if you create if you rebooted it though yes couldn't you do it as like a noir like p.i kind of story oh, like, like lean away from the realism but like it is yeah but it's just stylized it's stylized yes. realism yes. you know what i mean it's just like yeah no because like p.i's do exist in this world True. and like what their life would be if somebody just came in and give them a case that would change their life and you're like oh okay i can imagine that a realistic p.i game would probably be super boring oh my god you'd be <laughs> waiting in your car all the time just watching, watching this mission is try to go in and get more burger king without the person knowing <laughs> noticing you do it oh no you've run out of pistachios <laughs> There's too many burger wrappers in the passenger seat of your car. Make it over to the trash bin without being noticed by your the, greasy yeah. little fingies have have, <laughs> have marked up your window. Oh no! I got some good news and some bad news. Yeah. Good news, which is also bad news. <laughs> I did catch your wife cheating. Bad news. I got greasy fingerprints all over the lens of my camera. You can barely tell who it is. It's almost a naked gun bit where he looks in through his uh, driver's side window and it's just covered in grease, and he's just like a blonde person of a certain height went into the building <laughs> at 9 10 i have no idea and you're like awesome cool great that good sounds job. like a movie i'd good watch job. just like this is uh if they made a movie of max Payne 3 i would watch that as well sure to me it was all about the story who should have been max Payne? honestly josh brolin i feel or uh, not josh brolin uh, uh actually josh brolin definitely could have could have could have done it pretty like well that. also um uh uh jeff bridges i oh, think jeff bridges, I, yeah. i could have done it as like an like this this was also 2012 was like the era of hey here's the hero you know but he's aging out of his yeah. his past selves like this was the same year that the dark knight rises came out uh, oh, wow. uh so it was just like hey here's the hero but they've they've aged a little bit yeah yeah that yeah, was yeah. like a big story people loved to tell back then yeah. right? um do you think you'll be able to fight crime when you're in your fifties? Uh, fifties? Mm-hmm. No, no. Forties? Forties? No. That as though there I, no, were a I time where you could crime fight, crime. fight was five years ago. Fifties? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? I wonder how old Max Payne is in this. He's probably in his forties at least. He looks actually kind of in his fifties, maybe. Yeah, he is. He's looking pretty gruff. Pretty gruff or rough without the G. Mm, I don't know. I like mine more. It sounds- Why does the word gruff exist? Just say rough. I thought you're the linguist between the two of us. No, I'm the math whiz. You're the linguist. <laughs> right. And I'm saying, Uh-oh. I think we can consolidate. Yes. Right. Yes. Let's, let's streamline streamline, yeah. streamline the languages here. Uh, we don't need all this flowery poetry. Yeah, exactly. Not as flowery as Max Payne's shirts when he hits Sao Paulo <laughs> after he shaved his hat. I love those shirts that he wears. He's super, super touristy. Um, so this is actually the first Max Payne game with a cover system, which I found... I struggled with it a bit because in something like Gears of War, you were kind of like, okay, finding cover, popping up, shooting, 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 popping up, shooting. The way you got pushed from cover is that you got flanked. Similar in Max Payne 3, but they also have a very limited ammo system. 
where you have to constantly go and pick up new weapons and change yeah. your weapon loadout. And I found that if you were standing still at any point, that's when you got shot. The game rewarded movement from cover to cover. Right. And it was almost as though being out of cover but moving, you would get shot less than being in cover and standing still and and kind of like popping up every so often to shoot. It was gotcha. trying to tell you like, keep going. Yep. And that's how the rhythm of the game, you're going to find it. And once that clicked for me, fucking hell, I love that so much. That's so cool. Uh, another really cool gameplay element to this game was called Last Stand. I don't know how much of this game you remember because it is from 10 years ago. I forgot about this until I read up on it again. But if you get shot and yeah. you're about to die, as long as you have uh, a healing item in you, like uh, uh, painkillers, painkillers. <laughs> healing item in you. In you, in you. <laughs> painkillers, they need to live. Um, you could have a last stand, which meant whoever shot you, the camera would kind of go towards them in slow motion bullet time. And if you shot them and killed yep. them, then you got back to life. It I, gave you kind of like a, a second wind. I wouldn't have remembered that if you didn't bring it up, but now that you bring it up, I actually remember there was like a clear camera shot about it too. Yes, it, yes. It was very cool looking. It's a heavily, heavily stylized game, which is right. why, you know, when you're talking about having this be a, uh, noir. Uh, a noir, it's like, it kind of kind of already is, uh, without, with the exception that it's not really black and white. But even like, especially there's a, a moment in the game because the story is often told in flashbacks, mm. like even to the point where uh, finding out how you got to be working for this giant, uh, 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 family in, in Brazil, you go to like a, a flashback in New Jersey, Hoboken, 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 New Jersey, which always reminds me of the Bob Coblins in, in Zelda. <laughs> like I just think Bob Coblin and Hoboken, like that's where Bob Coblins come from. And they also share a lot of similar traits, people from New Jersey and Bob, Bob Coblins. <laughs> A lot of goblins in New Jersey. A lot saying. of goblins in New Jersey. <laughs> Billy Joel. Billy Joel. That, he's got goblin-like proportions. He does. It's amazing he plays the piano for a living. It like, is crazy. His stubby little fingers, are you out of your mind? Oh, that's why we love him. But same he's as Elton John. Piano, man. Like, you look at Elton John now and you're like, that guy plays piano? Right. Like his hands- He may as well be the center for the Lakers. Like he's- He's <laughs> the center for the Lakers? Yes. No, he looks like a, he looks like a Care Bear. No, like, that's what I mean. Is like, is like, how is that person playing oh, piano yes. that well? Okay, yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. He looks like a troll doll. Yeah, he looks like a troll doll. Yeah, like how in that- Like, like the center for the Lakers. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Uh, he's still center, right? Yeah, I was, I was like, moving yeah. on. He didn't retire 12 years ago. No, uh, so the story, it's nine years after the second game. Mm -hmm. Max Payne 2, the fall of Max mm -hmm. Payne. Uh, you're working private security in Brazil, uh, uh, and it's a it's a company called, or a company, a family called the Bronco family. Okay. As I mentioned, you'll go into flashbacks to find out how you started working for them, and there was an incident in Hoboken, New Jersey, where you meet this guy who's there for some reason, there's an attack based on a past uh, experience that Max Payne had. The guy's like, hey, this guy's pretty good at shooting things. Why don't you come work for the family? So you do. And that's where you get kind of a second lease on life. You've burned all your bridges in New Jersey. You're working private security in Sao Paulo, but you're also a raging alcoholic. Yes. And I remember playing this game. You know, at the time, you really didn't get games that dealt with addiction, uh, you didn't get games that dealt with alcoholism, unless it were kind of like making fun of it in, in a well, weird yeah, way. Well, yeah, because you, your main character wouldn't have weaknesses. You right. know what I mean? And like, I don't, you know, like it, I, I don't, it's addiction. I don't perceive them to be weaknesses, but the game would never insinuate that there was anything that your character had to worry about other than kicking ass and getting girls. Right, you know exactly. I mean? yeah. Duke Nukem style. Yeah, 100%. Like in Duke Nukem, when he took painkillers, that was cool. That was awesome. <laughs> that was cool. That was great when he degraded all those women. <laughs> It like, still is. Oh, it's, it's I mean, tremendous. Duke, Duke, Duke Nukem forever, forever in my heart. Exactly. As just a So my tattoo says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It says, shake it, baby. Duke Nukem forever. And you got that tattooed on your heart? 
on my heart. That was one of the first times that's happened. Yeah, yeah. It, like, in, yeah, arthroscopically, like, yes. it's under my skin. Yes, yes exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that was very impressive. A, a surgery that I didn't think we needed, but now that we have it, I know I want it. I right? skipped in the way of a couple of heart transplants. I'm like, no, tattoo time. And they're like, got it. Speaking of skipping, uh-huh. your heart skips beats all the time now. It's not doing great. It's not doing great. Shake it, baby. Uh, but hopefully uh, Max Payne's heart's doing well uh, okay. since he ends up kicking the uh, the the uh, the addiction issues that he's right. got there. Uh their kid, Fabiana, mm-hmm. is kidnapped. Yes. And you are tasked with uh, doing the money exchange, the $3 million that the, the the group called the Commando Sombra, a local gang in Sao Paulo, demands. But while you go to do the exchange, a paramilitary group comes in, steals the cash, and right. now you're dealing with two issues. You don't know where Fabiana is. You don't know who stole it from you. It's just, a big old mission. I Hard just want to be clear. Up. <laughs> it's a PI. <laughs> That's what you're going to say, it, right? It, no, well, that I'm going to get to that. But the first thing is, her name is Fabiana Bronco. And that's almost as good as Max Payne. That's quite a name. That's almost that's as good quite as Max a name. Payne. Fabiana Bronco. The funny thing is, she gets kidnapped one week after you prevent a kidnapping from her other brother, a really annoying kid, oh. a douchebag of a kid. Okay. Uh, and your their dad goes to you like, look, great job on preventing the first awesome. one. Awesome. No complaints fantastic job. I don't think we'll have to worry about this for a very long time. Very long. You killed tons of people. Yeah. Almost wanted to give you a raise. We're struggling a little bit financially right now, so we can't do that. Uh, However, in recent light of the kidnapping of my other child, it's one of those what have you done for me lately type scenarios. Awkward conversation to have. Fabiana Ford Bronco will not return herself. (laughs) She needs someone to protect her. She's on the run. (laughs) She's literally on the run. How does that year end review go? How does yeah, how does the year end review for being uh one of the kids gone. Gone. Goodbye. Yep. Kidnapped. But, but you saved the life of another one. Oh wait, so he killed the other guy? He killed the other son or the son's just gone? No, no, he you saved the life of the son. Yeah. Cuz they tried to kidnap him. Right. You did it. Good right. job. Awesome. But the daughter, you tried you failed, but you right. tried. So you imagine all. sitting in a fluorescent bulbed office yes. across a person with a short sleeve right. you know, suit kind of thing. Right. It's hot. It's Sao Paulo, it's, right? It's Sao Paulo. It's very hot. Yeah, you got to have the short sleeve white shirt with like, a black you know, tie. Yeah, like your job rate is at a 50% right now. Yes. That's a little bit lower than we need your projected targets yes. to be. 75%, which presents an issue that half a child would return. <laughs> that's <laughs> One and a half children is safe. How many fingers is it going to get me to that 55%? Torso up, torso down. What are we looking at? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, no, I need, I need a higher rate for this year. Higher rate of return. But but you need to fix your own mistakes. Uh, And now we've lost also some cash too. So (laughs) now you got to go, you got to go. And it turns out out of pocket, man. Spoiler alert for, Mm -hmm. for the the game. It's 10 years old. So also don't give a fuck. But uh, it turns out that you were, that situation in New Jersey that you had was kind of a setup where the guy, which oh. makes a lot of sense. What is this guy from a, the Bronco family yeah. from Sao Paulo doing in New Jersey right. at the moment that you have to defend yourself brings you up. You were basically brought in to be the fall man for the kidnapping just to be to kind of muddy the waters a little bit. But I do remember playing through this game and being like, this story is fucking amazing. Twists and turns. Yeah. And some twists even more after that. Which sounds like a real like a real story. You it know, really where, is. Whereas the old stories were like, kill people. You know, Well, like, that's the thing. That Max Payne 1 tried to be that. You know, yeah. it had the interstitials with like the comics and it was really trying to be gritty and yep. heartfelt. But they didn't... 
I think they didn't realize, as games did often back then, they, just by making a game dark and gritty, didn't necessarily mean that it was going to be better. Mm -hmm. It didn't mean the story Mm -hmm. was going to be good. You still had to write a good story. And I honestly held Max Payne 3 up as like one of the most engaging stories that I had experienced that year in entertainment. My memories of this game are so fond. I remember it was so sunny out. I was at home. I knew my friends were outside playing and I'm like, I cannot leave right now. I am so engrossed in this game. It was 3.30 PM. You had to close the blinds and go to bed soon. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Rod and Todd. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, I, I, Todd and Mark Wahlberg. I remember I had this, I had this big, uh, uh, Bose lug tread beer, which is a local beer. And they, they used to sell them in these big bottles. And I like, I'm like, listen, I'm playing an alcoholic. I'm going to drink at three in the afternoon, this giant beer. Wow. Hold it with me, playing the game. I was like, is that what you think an alcoholic does? Drink at three in the afternoon, <laughs> not nine in the morning, three in the afternoon. Sorry, it was three in the afternoon, uh, Greek time. <laughs> what does that mean? It means it was six in the morning. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, You're no, all hopped up on speed. Just this feeling of like, like I felt, you know, it was 2012. So I was 10 years younger. I was, I was, uh, 23 at the time. So still kind of coming into my own as a quote unquote adult and having a beer, playing a video game, Mm. watching the medium that I grew up playing age and become more mature, feeling like I was experiencing the same thing was one of the best gaming experiences I've ever had. Oh, wow. Like that imbuement of, of story and grit and substance into a game that I had never experienced before just felt super satisfying. Mm. It also just so happened that while I got into like my third of those beers, Max Payne kicked the habit oh, and no. I felt really bad. <laughs> we'll do it together, Max. <laughs> like, You're pouring it down the drain. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, no, but in, in general, I just think that everything uh, 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 moved this towards being a, a step in the right direction for games and storytelling yeah. games. The the soundtrack made by a, a group called Health was phenomenal. It was it was a score ironic. instead of yeah, uh, very ironic, very ironic. They must be popping so many painkillers. <laughs> it's the, the soundtrack was made by the pacifists. <laughs> what? Get out of here. Um, uh, and I remember I remember one very uh, big moment in this game is uh, the realization that there is a method of killing people in Brazil, which is real where a gang will uh, kidnap someone, stack tires up, put the person in the stack of tires, okay. which you cannot move from, no. and light the tires on fire. Oh, God. And I remember seeing that in the game and being like, this is the grossest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Right. And at that point when Max is in his Hawaiian shirt, the aviators, he just shaved his head, he's got the beard, he's Damn. looking great, and he's walking through these favelas, and there's so much grit, and everyone's looking at you, and you're like a fish out of water, and you're dealing with a hangover. Like, all of it just felt so... I mean, I can picture it like yeah. like like it was yesterday. Visceral, visceral very yeah. visceral. Do you ha- did you have similar experiences with it? <sighs> yeah, no. Like honestly, it didn't hit me the same way you did, and maybe because I wasn't playing in the middle of the day drinking beer and stuff like that. <laughs> you should have been. I should have been. Honestly, it would have hit me more. You know, it's funny. The story escalation really reminds me of Fast and Furious, even okay. to the Brazil part of it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You got to do like a local thing, and you're like, you know, just being violent, doing stuff, and then eventually it's international terrorism, and you know, in Brazil also as well. So I just I think that's really cool, and eventually because you do, you have to keep growing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger to, you know, to make the weight seem, uh, you know, meaningful. It, it never felt like they bit off more than they could chew. And I, this I, think, game. I think they, yeah, not in this game. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, you know, maybe he bought a little bit more than he could drink. I, 
Hey, here we go. Very good. Uh, I thought uh, you didn't like flowery language. That was very good. That was very, very yeah. well done. Uh, thank you very no much problem. for saying that about how well I said that. Yeah, how, I am. How good I said words there. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's. I, I'm. I'm excited to play the game because okay. I. I. That's good. The thing that I I, I hold out hope for mm. is that this was always a rock star game, which means the shooting mechanics were never going to be great. Right. That's. That's not me trolling. That is no. just a fact of it's Rockstar Games. And because they were bad then, they're going to be bad now. Okay, I will say, okay, maybe more than, yeah, maybe I won't go the whole way with bad. Rockstar has its own shooting mechanics right. that are Rockstar shooting mechanics. Whether you like them or not, that's what they are. Some people don't like them. Right. Some people who are especially newer to video games do appreciate them because they're very simple. Right. Uh, so yeah, if, if you like more specific shooters, you're like, what the hell is this? Yes. You know, but Rockstar has its own shooting mechanics. By the end of playing this, I know this game has a soft lock option and a hard lock option right. and a uh, and a, a free aim option. Right. By the end of it, I was playing free aim because it felt like that was a little bit more fun. But I think we'll probably start off with the soft lock because oh, going back and playing it is probably going to be bad but the reason i hold out hope is because if i i definitely didn't love the shooting mechanic i liked the cover mechanics and i liked the rhythm of the fast-paced movement which likely won't have changed mm -hmm. so if the story remains the same i'll probably still love this game i'm hoping so i will say yeah it'll also depend on the graphics and the yes. sound and yeah. if it's like there's weird tropey stuff that you're like oh god you're eye rolling every couple of seconds yes. like you know i think that'll be it because i think the gameplay will be tight enough in the last 10 years where it won't feel like a fish out of water. You yes, know what I mean? Yeah. Much like Max in Brazil. But right, yeah. exactly. Um, so do you want to get into our reviews of this uh, game let's then? Let's do uh, it. Before we do, I'm going to set us up with uh, the ratings that this game got from the general public. An 86 out of 100 Ooh. overall Metacritic score. Pretty good. Pretty good. GameSpot gave it a 9 out of 10. GameSpy a 4.5 out of 5. IGN a 9. Game Informer. Informer. A 9.25 out of 10. Uh, all good Whoa, scores really around. Good. Very, yeah. very good scores. Uh, from most of the major publications. Right. And then I think a lot of maybe people not liking the grittiness or thinking it took things too far because games weren't supposed to do that, yada, 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 maybe brought the score down a little bit, but still an 86 out of 100 is yeah. fantastic. So Andrew, why don't you let us off? This is your retro score. So it is yes. your impression of the game based on what you thought of it when you played it back in 2012. Okay, so Max Payne, even though this is the most uh, formative memory that I have of the Max Payne franchise, yes. was never a really huge franchise for me. And right. I, you know, I start to sit there and I go, why, why? Why was that? You know, how stupid were you? Well, the answer is pretty <laughs> stupid, but like, I, I, why didn't this hold me in other games uh, around this period did, you know what I mean? I have much bigger impressions of them than this one. And I just think it was just that I couldn't, I don't know, for some reason it didn't stick with me and I can't individualize any like specific reason why, Sure, sure. but it, it was, it was great. I remember a lot of it and we start talking about it and you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was both kind of important because I've enjoyed it, but it also didn't have the lasting power. So it's going to get a couple of points off for that. So I'm going to give it a three out of four. Three out of four. That's good. I, I, I think, I think a lot of people probably look back on it with the same sort of sense of like, good, not amazing. Yeah. Um, I think that this game did something different. It took all of Rockstar's capacity to tell a story, which they're fucking amazing at. You know, I, I, I talk a lot of shit about Rockstar, but they weave an amazing tale and they did it in a much tighter way in this. I liked the linear nature of it, which a lot of people didn't like. They wanted open world back then. This was a very streamlined game. Mm -hmm. Levels, maybe a couple hidden collectibles, but from, you know, from point A to point B, not too many hidden paths or anything like that. Music was amazing. The presentation and storytelling was heavily stylized, almost like a Guy Ritchie film. Like, Ooh. not not exactly that, but a similar kind of sense of uh, personality in the storytelling, right. like oh, clearly sure. an auteur behind yeah. it, exactly. Um, and, and because of that and how much I think about this game all the time, the feeling that it gave me, 
I think if we were grading out of 10, it wouldn't be a perfect score. But because we're grading out of four, I feel like three and a half is too low. Oh, that's exciting. And a four is warranted because it was just, it did so much right. um, And it just, it, it gave me a story experience in a game that I put up there and like some of the best stories ever told in gaming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then because of that four or four, oh, fucking loved fin- it. That's fantastic. So we get a seven of eight together with your perfect score there. Um, and uh, man, I'm excited to go play this game. I honestly, there are so many games where you're like, I think I know what I'm getting in this. Yes. One. I honestly don't know what I'm going to get at all in this one. This could have aged poorly. This could look like it came out two years ago. Right. I'm excited to play it. All right, let's do it. Well, we'll see you guys on the other side. If you're joining us over on Patreon to watch us do the gameplay, that's patreon.com slash retrograde podcast. We will see you there. Otherwise, it's just a quick break and we'll see you back in two shakes of a Max Payne's gun. Yeah, because he's famous for shaking his gun. He's, <laughs> he's, well, he's cutting alcohol out of his system. He's got to shake. <laughs> see you in 30 seconds. Just a reminder that you can now find our gameplay segments where we play through a portion of today's game and provide video commentary while doing it over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. Join the Mushroom Club for $5 US per month for access to all the gameplay, plus two to four bonus episodes per month where we do things like character drafts, top 10 lists, and even take some suggestions from our community. So show some support to the podcast by joining the Mushroom Club at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for access to bonus content and all of our gameplay segments. We'll see you guys on the other side do you want to drink your water first yes please. i'll let you drink your water first i'm a nice guy i should have done that oh that looks so uncomfortable <laughs> looks awful good yeah maybe just one more <laughs> huh it's water i get parched oh right and i'm just about to when i'm about to speak a lot i'm like should i wet my whistle mm-hmm. this goes back to your thing about like parched we already have thursday what are we doing and welcome back to the retrograde uh, wow. Uh, the intro to that, what you said before the intro shook me to my core. Really? Why is that? Well, because I didn't under, I didn't hear what you properly said. Okay. And now I'm reeling with it, but now I, I did. It, you know, ever is that, does this ever happen to you? <laughs> does this ever happen to you? Where someone says something. Just the other week. Where, where someone says something and you're like, you're like, what did you say? But by the time you've said, what did you say? You've put it together you in your head. It. That's yes. what it was. Yes. Yes. And then you're, you half interrupt them. You're like, they say the part that you needed and you're like, okay, yeah. I, and you just skip past yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How about you stop talking now? Yeah, I'm yeah, done listening shut to up. you. Yeah. 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 Um, I cared so much that I wanted to hear you repeat what you had to say. Now shut the hell shut up. Shut the f- front door. Hey, very good. Um, BG around here. I made another joke and Andrew said it was good as though it was, but I knew it wasn't. Is he placating <laughs> me? Does he not really like my jokes? Maybe I should drink a fifth of vodka. Is that a, That's is pretty that good. A, that's good, that a, Max Payne. Okay, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Fabian is, I found a piece of fabric. You know what the funny part is? Okay, so we just played Max Payne 3, uh, obviously over at the Patreon, at Patreon Mushroom Club, patreon.com slash uh, retrograde podcast, excuse yes. me. I made a meal of that one. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it was a lot more hard-boiled detective than I remembered. I kind of made right. a joke about that before, but really it is straight up trying to be a modern version of that. Yeah, and I, I think it worked. I like it. I, I think the, the fact that they go in and out of the, from cinematics to gameplay, Mm-hmm. so often really lends itself well to the fact that it it has that narrative going through yes. so like while you're in the middle of a gunfight or walking from one little set piece to another max may say something like oh uh, <laughs> oh hey <laughs> hey mental note That's how she's, <laughs> not for nothing but <laughs> crazy thing happened um so like that happens <laughs> piece of fabric down here uh, might be Fabiana's. And the best part about that, so she, he finds a piece of fabric in a bathroom. Yes. Uh, and he's like, hey, that might be Fabiana's. 
the thing is, he had just gone through five levels of a nightclub. Destruction everywhere. everywhere. Murdered hundreds of people. All that kind of stuff. But he looks at one piece of fabric. He's like, hey, look at that. Fabianus. And you're like, <laughs> based on what are you, where are you, where are you getting this from? You're surmising this. I, uh, yeah. You know what? It adds to the flavor of it. Yeah. Uh, when you start to pick apart any, I mean, also, you know, not for nothing. Not for nothing. Uh, Mental note. But you killed about 100 people yes. and got shot about 100 times and survived. So there's also that if you're poking holes. Right, you're right. Absolutely, you're right. We should not poke holes uh, at all. No. This podcast ceases to exist after <laughs> this episode. If you do poke holes, uh-huh. you plug them up with painkillers. Because oh, yes. painkillers solve everything. Absolutely. Max painkillers. Because they the painkillers are Max everywhere painkillers. in yes. the level. Too. Yeah, they are. They are. They are every, everyone has a pill problem in Brazil. You know who fucking loves this this, this game? I don't, know if, I don't know. Oh, if, I don't know if, 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 if you do this or not. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, Pfizer is like a big sponsor. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Big pharma. Big pharma. Oh my god! What was, I was trying to pull the uh, 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 who did the oxycontin? Oh, I forget the family's name. Yeah. Uh, great, yeah. great people. Yes, great. They're re- salt of the earth. Really salt nice people. Salt of the earth. Max Payne worked for them for a while. 100%. Yes. Protecting their daughter, Fabienne. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I, it, it, I like all the conceits. I like how wacky oh, it is. Yeah, and I, I like yeah. that it doesn't. And here's the thing. I think you could, they could have tried to make it so realistic to the point where you wouldn't be able to argue. Like if they did make it like, I don't know. Oh, well, actually, no, I think they do this at some point where later in, in the game, Max Payne gets shot once in the back or something like that, and that affects the way he moves. And I'm like, wait, but he's, he's been, been doing that. He's been shot hundreds he's of times. He's been doing that a lot. I, I, now that I say that, I think it brings it up. But, you know, it, well, separating I, that from the story, yeah. I think, is easy enough. I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to pick action. Like, that's not like, oh, well, one bit, because, like, that's, because what a stupid idea for right. this game. But it's more that, like... You know, there are better ways that organically you can come with, um, you know, some better storytelling for it. Like, even if she dropped one of her shoes. Yes. Yeah, it's like, well, she was wearing these kind of shoes instead of a piece of fabric. And Max Payne has a foot fetish. Right. So <laughs> it's like a double whammy, right? But I also think it just shows that maybe, you know, storytelling in gaming has been the biggest progression that when we do for the sure. podcast for sure. from doing these old games to now. You are required to tell a tight, good story right. in these if, games. If you look back at some of the games that we were doing in like the 90s to the games we're doing now, graphically, they're almost on par. Yeah. They're like the same. <laughs> I'm thinking like, you you know, we played uh, uh, golf yeah, on golf, the NES. Golf. And there were times that I was playing Max Payne yeah. where I was like, oh. I thought I was just about to hit a golf shot. Right. Yeah. You're like four iron. I don't know what. Nine hundred ninety eight wind in and your face. And then I got and I'm shot, like, and I was like, and I'm like, Mike, you're dual wielding. <laughs> oh, you're dual wielding, and you're supermaning bullet time <laughs> as you fly forward. The funniest thing in the world. Yeah, it was great. It, it was just, great. It's. So but I, I, I know your point. I know your point. You know what I mean? Like you, that is the biggest progression. Graphic sound controls, all those sure. kind of cameras. They definitely have moved along. But now we really require you, especially in the last 10 years, because it's 2012. Yes. And I will say the graphics look pretty good. That's a good point. Yes. You, yeah. But the story is the thing that's like, okay, you better be good or you yes. get out. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it's almost to the point where a lot of people play. I, I think this is the case, not to keep bringing this up, but like with, with uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. People are like, the story, it's worth playing for the story alone. And every time I bring up something like an issue I have with the mechanics or the player movement or the pacing of of, of running versus walking and all that stuff, uh, and the pacing of the mission structure, oh, God, and uh, oof, what a, yeah, yeah, how boring the the fishing mechanics are and, and all the ancillary stuff that that would not fill its, uh, its own game and in and of itself. And you wouldn't believe but- that Mikey makes jokes about him not being a happy guy. <laughs> 
You wouldn't believe it based on this. A universal game about being a cowboy <laughs> traversing the West. And you're like, the fishing mechanics. This will not pass over my fucking dead body. Um, um, yes. Uh, uh, what was your original point? But but based <laughs> even even all those complaints aside, which yes. are, it's a lot of those things are largely accepted as true, even though I'm saying them negatively. Like the the shooting mechanics aren't good. There are issues with like the fishing, the pacing, and the, the movement speed, all that stuff. <laughs> yes. Oh, what else? Off. What else? What fishing else? game off fish again. <laughs> I need to make this fishing point clear. <laughs> the card players have too many tells. They, but in spite of that, the story, they're like, it's worth playing for the story alone in spite mm-hmm. of that. Yep. So that that is a good point. Yep. Like story does mean more for games than it ever has before. Last and in of fact, us. Some, yeah. the last of us as well. In yeah. fact, sometimes it's worth, uh, sometimes that's the only thing worth playing a game for. And in spite of that, it's a good game. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like going to Top Gun and going like, this soundtrack wasn't that great. Right, like, right, right, like, right, right, right. I don't right, know, right, man. Like, right, right. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I, which is, by the way, I'm not trying to paint all over every mistake because I like things or not. But sometimes the end does justify the means in a lot of um, in a lot of art. You know, and like let's be clear, like this is art. We've Mike, you know, made that pretty clear that we think video games, video games are, are art. Absolutely, they are. And there is a certain aspect of like, man, that sucked. That sucked. That sucked. Did you enjoy it? And you're like, I did enjoy it. Okay. There is, there is definitely an element to that. And I remember the raw enjoyment of Max Payne 3 when I played it back in 2012 right. was there. Yeah. I, I do think the pacing is slightly different than I remember. The okay. cover mechanics aren't as clicky and, and they're not as... I don't want to say forgiving, but they're not as responsive. Mm. The even the bullet time feels a little bit more gimmicky because it's happened before and it's happened better now. The I kept like talking about the soft lock mm-hmm. and how boring <laughs> it made the game. Uh, but you know, we were still dying sometimes yeah, in spite yeah. of that. So you kind of needed it. I think the enemy, the balance of the enemies is, is out of whack in this oh, game. Yeah. I think that the aiming mechanics are, are bad in this game. I think that the speed at which max moves needs to be balanced. I think the run needs to be faster and the walk needs to be a little bit slower uh, or, or just a little bit more uh, 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 seamless. Like think about last of us. When you move your character model kind of shifts and yep. changes but it always feels organic yeah. this is very rock star in the fact that it hasn't and in spite of all those issues i still enjoyed every set piece that's yeah i think Rockstar is a good example for what i kind of just said right too. right like and uh, by the way what i what i said about like enjoying stuff and then you could pick holes at it the inverse is true too where you're like there's so much good about it why is this not fun yes you know uh, i feel this way about you know this game i just think everything you were saying god of war kind of like a yeah, little bit well, yeah because yeah. you're like there's nothing individually wrong with right, this i'm right. just not having fun playing yeah. it hey um, halo the new halo is that for me 100 percent. okay explain i i i I didn't really i don't think i've talked about this much on the podcast but i was super excited for for halo infinite and i i obviously i got my series x i played through it on game pass uh quite a bit the open world adding that everyone who listens to this podcast knows already i'm not a huge fan of open worlds for the sake of it just being an open world but it's a fun ass game the minute the gameplay is fun the shooting is fun and this and that but that's all it is and then in spite of that, the set pieces are cool. I'm like, this is fun. Like, I should be having fun. Why don't mm-hmm. I like this game? Yep. And so that's exactly the the, the opposite. Yeah. And I, I think like everything you were saying about the movement and stuff, it's just inconsistent. Yes. There's no. There's like sometimes you're like, whoa, I di- whoa, they got me. Right. You're like the shooting sometimes is either they're a sharpshooter or they or they're a stormtrooper. Right. So they can't hit the right. broadside of a barn. Right. You know. Um. And so there was just parts of that where you're like, and yet 
I still was like, okay, let's go again. Let's go again. Let's right. move it up, you know? Did you like, because I know a lot of people don't like this in games and it depends on the balance of it, but I off, I've, I've come around on it quite a bit, but the feeling of constantly needing to change weapons, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I know that in something like Breath of the Wild, it bothers me. In melee games, it doesn't always work for me unless it's something slower paced like Condemned, Criminal Origins, which we did on this podcast mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Yep. Uh, but in this game, always needing to roll through and change weapons and get new weapons and pick up ammo made like almost a miniature exploration game in yeah. the middle of a gunfight that I liked because again, it rewards movement and feels, it makes you feel like you constantly, you're never safe in cover just because the enemy can't shoot you. They're constantly wrapping a net around you yeah. and that that net includes your own ammo. So you need to constantly be moving, evading them, picking up ammo. It happens in a way where like in a Rockstar game, usually it would be, there's an animation to pick up ammo, which is like stops, moves down, yeah, skins grabs, a crocodile, yeah. pulls ammo out of it. But in this, you just kind of roll over it. Yeah. And it's a, a good way to let you know, like, okay, you got this gun or you got this ammo. Keep going. I like well, that. I, I don't, I know. I don't mind that at all because each game, each gun handles very differently. Yes. And that part is like that. So that makes it worth it. Right. You know, you should go find other guns. The shotgun handles very different than the SMG. The SMG handles every different than the revolver. Yes. And so like trying to seek those out or trying to switch them around or like we're saying that you can go between the dual wielding, but if you drop the, if you have dual wielding, you drop your fourth gun. Yes. Or third gun. Yes. And, uh, and you're like, okay, so I won't cause I want to hold on to the shotgun. God, I love that. Strategy. That's such a fucking, like that is such a cool rock star thing of like say you have a pistol and you have a revolver or you have a pistol and an smg mm-hmm. and then you pick up a shotgun uh you kind of and you and you and you have the smg in your right hand and you're just single wielding it you're holding the shotgun in your left in your off hand yes and your character model changes and his animations change yeah. based on the weapons that he's holding it, i love that that's such a cool attention to detail yep. that works so well with rockstar i I would. I just want Rockstar and Insomniac to have a baby. That's what I want. I want uh, this this company that has such a solid attention to detail and character design. Fucking level design in Max Payne yeah. Three is outrageous, crazy, crazy. But then also make it fun. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have fun playing that no, game. No, no, I, I did have fun playing okay. this game. I did. I just want to be clear. More fun, more fun than I would have had uh, playing. I'm, this is not a joke. Wow, is you is this? Are you getting paid to? It's like every time you mention them, you get ten cents or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm an anti Rockstar lobbyist for anti Red Dead lobbyist. Uh, but I no, I think that because the set pieces and the world is designed around uh, these these smaller, tighter gunfire exchanges. I think because of that the pacing works better. Whereas in red dead, a lot of the times the gunfights are taking place like in a town where like, t- yeah. which of course it's, it's yeah. a Western, yeah. but because the pacing of the fighting isn't quite what max Payne is, everything just feels a bit more slow and plotted. And, uh, uh, because I, I think, I think the fact that you have to keep moving and you have to keep picking up guns and you have to keep uh, a certain rhythm to the combat mm-hmm. is, is what makes me have fun in max Payne, right. Whereas that's kind of non-existent in, in red dead. Okay. Yeah, that, that that's totally fine. Are we doing, are we reviewing, you read it today? Are we, Can we? Oh, that you want to see the biggest difference in the score we've ever had? <laughs> I'd still give it a really good rating. Would you? Yeah, hundred percent. You just complain the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want this to be better. Yes. If it were a complete shit game, I wouldn't be talking about. I'm not it. mad. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. <laughs> yep. I'm disappointed Classic in Daddy, Daddy Rockstar. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy Rockstar. Rockstar. You know the thing is, I like Rockstar games. I I I like the GTA games. I like Red Dead. Uh, I liked Bully when we played it. Yes. I, you know, and I like this. You know, I and obviously they all live in the same world in some capacity, right. right? Because the controls and the graphics and the way that the camera moves, the actual design of the characters, design of the levels, those will change, right? But you know, they all do handle themselves the same way. Yeah. So I, 
I, it's already built in that I'm like, oh, I'm going to like this. Sure. Unless it's some, uh, it takes some chance or is so aggressively out of the way. You That's know what I mean? That's true. It, it feels like it's pretty, it doesn't, I don't want to say it doesn't take risks because it definitely does, but it does ground itself in a certain level of like control and expectancy where yep. you're not going to go too far beyond that. And it wows you in its level design and it's it's kind of like grandiose spec set pieces, which I want to talk about. There's a moment in this game, uh, in the level that we played, where we take into a helicopter and mm. we're kind of providing air support. We've got a carbine in our hands and with the soft lock, it's literally like a like you press press a button to win. It's like like you would be filed away as a cheater if you were doing this in Overwatch. Like mm. enemies are coming from everywhere. You don't know where they're going to come. If you try to do the free aim, the it doesn't give you enough time to even notice where they're coming from unless you've played the level enough times to know where to pre-aim yeah. before you've immediately failed the mission. They get to the person you're chasing. So what you do is you have the soft lock on. You just hit left trigger, right trigger, boom. You can... I'm not even kidding. You could do that with your eyes closed. Well, you and I were having a conversation while doing it. Yes. And sometimes we weren't even looking at the screen. Yes. And yeah. and the thing is, it was a really cool set piece. Everyone loves an air support level in a oh, game, yeah. right? However, the way that this one plays out, it makes it so uncool <laughs> that it's just, it's basically a quick time event is yeah. what we're playing. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that really is a detriment. I think it all comes down to the fact that if they had balanced the difficulty, the enemy AI, towards a better aiming system, everything yeah. would have been yeah. saved. Unfortunately, that's not what we're dealing with, so it will be baked into the review that I give it, but maybe it's time, Andrew. Are you I ready to, 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 to get into the reviews? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, you know, in our previous scores, and our retro scores, we got a seven out of eight. That's a really high score. It's gonna have big shoes to grow into. Oh yeah, baby. Um, all right, so my score in the modern, you know what? Like I said, I'm a rock star kid. You know, I, I'm, I'm a groupie, they might say. Okay. Uh, because I like Rockstar games. And when I play this game, I'm already, there's already like, it's like I got the pre-release and I got to practice a little sure, bit. Sure, sure. Because you played like, in the beta or something yeah, like yeah. that. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm already pretty good at this. Yeah. And, and then you kind of add a nice story storytelling layer to it. And one of the things that Rockstar has gotten really good at in the last couple of years is storytelling. Um, and I'm invested in this game. We played this and I can't believe it's from 10 years ago. I thought it just handled well. It looked good. There are some mechanics that are very independent and unique to this to this game. I thought it was so much fun and I can't wait to play it again. I want to play this game again. Amazing. I'm going to give it 3.5. 3.5? Yeah. So you're going up a I'm bit in your up. score. That's awesome. I can't awesome. believe it. I don't know what it was wrong with me 10 years ago. Well, lots probably, but. Yeah, I, look, I, I think I think it's, you know what it, I, I would kind of attribute it to? It's like in an era where, like a 2000s era where action movies are coming coming out by the dozen and they're not very good. They're just cheap and whatever. Cheaper by the dozen. Cheaper by the dozen. Yeah. Uh, uh, which is my favorite action movie. Yes. Of all Somehow time. Somehow there's Cheaper by a Dozen 2. I don't really understand. Cheaper by this. the Baker's Dozen. Cheaper by the <laughs> They get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, uh, uh, when, so when another action movie comes out, everyone immediately dismisses it. But then like Fast Five comes out yes. and it's really good. Yes. And I bet you a lot of people experienced the release of Fast Five and wrote it off assuming it was going to be like every other action movie at the time. Max Payne 3 is probably similar. Yeah. A lot of, lot of cover shooters at the time. And you're probably just looking at it like this is... Uh, just another one of those things. But looking back, you now have a better understanding of what made a cover shooter good. Mm -hmm. And you're applying that logic to it and saying, no, everything holds up with this. This does everything right. It isn't just a generic other one. So I understand why you'd have a lower score in the in the past. Yep. I'm, I cannot hold up my perfect four out of four. Ah. <laughs> uh, it just doesn't quite have that, that feel for me. I did like the story. But I've lived through it, so I don't know if living through it again. You were is, also kidnapped. I was kidnapped yeah. as well. They by put your me mother, in, by my mother. My mom uh, uh, hucked me into a stack of burning tires, 
It was one of the... Not the worst, but one of the worst days of my life. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was up there. Yeah, there was this other time where I thought that World of Warcraft was sold at a basket and Robbins. <laughs> and that was the worst day of my life. I honestly thought you were going to say, I opened a game, it's called Red Dead Redemption 2. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh God. Um, <laughs> what did this do to you? Well, speaking of tire fires. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Uh, no, I look. I think I think that the 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 uh, the accent around the game, the story, the coloring of it uh, is still there, and it still works very well. The gameplay and I, the lack of weapon differentiation, which I know we experience less of or more of in this game because uh, we played an earlier level, yep. but it doesn't really change anything too too much, and it will start to feel a little bit samey. And with that lack of like fluidity to the character movement which i think is is something that that the last of us gets really does really well and Mm. this doesn't do so well um i don't know that i'd have so much fun playing through the whole thing and you know even we talk about the last of us and how much i initially did not take to the combat until i leaned into what it was expecting of me which was the same thing as max Payne: keep moving keep doing this keep doing that the difference is now you can throw bottles now you can set traps now you can uh, there it's a little bit more puzzly with dogs and this and that um it basically does the Max Payne formula, but does it better than Max Payne did it. So there's something out there if I wanted to scratch that itch that I could play. I'm giving this one still a three out of four. Okay. It's still good, but it's a full point drop for me because the mechanics just kind of felt a little bit more stale than, yeah. than what I was used to. So that's a, with a seven out, of nine, seven out of eight in our retro score and a six and a half yes. in our current score. Oh, I'm not, I'm no. not, I, I, well, Mikey said he was bad at math. He's not that bad at math. He figured it out pretty quick, but I'm going to let Elliot tell us when we do the award ceremony, which I think is coming up right now. All right. I can't wait. Let's go over to the, let's uh, do to it the right red now. carpet and let's get this Absolutely. thing started. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Brady's. Oh, okay, I'm here. And Andrew, I got I to be honest with you. What's that, buddy? I fucking feel sick to my stomach. Why? You feel sick? I feel like too I murdered vanilla my ice cream? Too much vanilla <laughs> ice cream in my, in my computer disk drive. My floppy disk drive. I feel like I need to flop down on a bed and take a nap because I feel so sick to my stomach. Oh, no. That I prevented this from getting a potential award that I... Well, I, 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 we are not the purveyors of this. Elliot, for some reason, we've given him the power yeah. to tell us what the awards are. I don't know why that Elliot is. Elliot shaved his head for this moment. I, yes, he looks looking tough. Good, looking look good, good buddy. Looking, looking buff. Uh, still couldn't grow the beard. It's very patchy. Yeah, I know. Very patchy. It's good to know you're not perfect. Good. To, yes, yes. Yeah. No, no Kurt Henning, you might say. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Uh, Elliot, why don't you reach into the pocket of that Hawaiian shirt and let us know what awards this game won. The Field of Childhood Dreams. Wow. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> it's not enough to have a drop, but we got to come back with always more noises. Did you not hear it? It's about baseball. <laughs> and race cars. <laughs> oh, you didn't like that? Was that vibrating? You're vibrating your, yeah, it vibrated your mustache? My little, <laughs> my little melties. So, it wins a field of dreams. Uh, field, field of childhood, childhood dreams. dreams. Excuse me. That's where the uh, uh, retro score is moving. seven or higher. <laughs> Which yes, Field of Dreams is a movie. Oh, we always talk about this, right? You've never seen it, and you're always unaware of what it is. Yeah, it's that's the movie about baseball mm. in a cornfield. Children, right? James Earl Jones, the, right, right, right. He's got right. the lightsaber. No, 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 no. no, no. His son, the lion, sur- son? survives him. 
The Lion? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I don't even know what movie you're referencing. He dies in a stampede. Oh, no, that's no, that's Lion King. No, that's also not the right movie. Okay. It's about, it's Kevin Costner trying to connect to his dead father. Uh-huh. Uh, well, so he- if Tell he, me they're going to play baseball. Well, of course they're going to play so baseball. So this is Lion King. What version of Lion King did you watch? There's baseball and Lion King? I, I mean, I got it from a torrent site. I just right. have to trust it. So yes. basically, it starts off, a new baby <laughs> lion is born. Yes. A big baboon reaches, wipes off the placenta. Yes. Wipes a little uh, or fruit onto that lion's little yes, forehead. Yes. We don't know what that means. Nope. Raises it up to everyone. Mm-hmm. Goes and looks out on the crowd, and guess who's in that crowd? It's a cornfield, and a bunch of oh, wait, ghosts no, start no, walking no, out no, of it. No, 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 no. I think you had two movies spliced together. I think that might be it. Uh, I don't think so, eh? I don't think you so. really think that was supposed to be the movie that they show the animated they show an animated lion to the whole world and then real life corn ghosts come out right voiced by Donald Glover Donald Glover yeah he voices the real oh, life yeah, Simba yeah right okay well yeah I, I mean, guess it does so. become real at some point no I guess so can you show me this movie later? so now who's crazy yeah I, I honestly I feel it I Andrew feel it. I would love to show you but it only plays at one theater oh, and yeah. that is. Tet a Mikey. The theater of the mind. The theater of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Field of Childhood Dreams for uh, Max Payne 3. Uh, and the reason why Mikey was so exasperated earlier is because we were point five points. Yes. Uh, five, point five uh, bits away from getting it into the Hall of Fame, the Chevy Sembrato. And as someone who gave it a four out of four in the retro score, I am bummed it doesn't make the, uh, the our, our main Hall of Fame, the Chevy Silverado, like a Rock Dwayne Johnson and Johnson Family Company Trophy Hall of Fame trophy. Uh, I would love to award that, yeah. but we cannot. God, so short. Just almost there. Right on the door. So short, like yeah, uh, the, the lifespan of one Max Payne facing yes. down a bunch of people in a favela. Yeah, maybe, maybe if you shove some painkillers in his mouth he could have gotten to the hall of fame unfortunately no but you know what i i had a ton of fun playing max Payne 3 wouldn't it be funny wouldn't it be hilarious andrew <laughs> what about this if you got shot a bunch uh-huh. and in max Payne 3 not in real life that would be hilarious that'd be so funny um you're getting shot so much it looks like you're dancing <laughs> a little bit <laughs> weekend at bernie's <laughs> cast nets playing yep um the the and you're taking painkillers mm-hmm Health goes down. Right. Health goes down. Oh, no. Or you keep getting shot. Oh, no. You keep taking painkillers. Yeah. All of a sudden, you take one more, overdose. Oh, you die of an overdose. Yes. Wow. So it's one way or another, it's going to get you. It's going to get you. Da- and da- isn't da- that why we play video games? To escape the- that inevitability? <laughs> of death? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think it's to confront it. Oh. Because death is coming for all of us. We will all die. Uh-huh. Father Time is undefeated. <laughs> and time's great record. The GOAT. Yeah. Right. Uh, and yet, we have to deal with death all the time in video games. That's true. You know how I'm going to confront death? How's that? I'm going to jump straight at it Superman style <laughs> and pull a time with two guns in my hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. Max, Max Payne, when he did the Superman dives, <laughs> made the weirdest noises. Like, I get that it's like, it's better than him going like, no, or something like that. But him going like, uh-huh. and jumping 30 feet to the side in slow motion. It's kind of like a, like, like, like a dad getting up from a sofa. Yes. <laughs> here we go guess i gotta shoot some brazilians in the face again (laughs) that was your dad not that's my dad yeah (laughs) knock in the dark guess i gotta shoot some brazilians what the hell happened to this neighborhood okay well (laughs) thank you so much for listening to the retrograde podcast we love every single one of you and we can't wait to talk to you soon my name is adrian baskin and with me as always is the bad boy of patreon mr bebop himself mikey aaronworth i meant bad boy of podcasting this is the retrograde podcast game over Ugh, <sighs> <sighs>
Want more retrograde in your life? You can visit our website for show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Follow us on Twitter at Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Andy, and the podcast at Retrograde Pod. Or Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. For bonus episodes, check us out at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. Send your questions and business inquiries to the retrograde podcast at gmail.com. See you next week, D-Pads. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Uh-huh.